Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Gaming the System, the podcast where three intersectional feminists examine gaming through a feminist lens. Today, we are the three of us, Matt, Alex, and Jem. And we're going to be talking about something which is really quite a taboo topic because I'll, I'll talk about how I was raised to view this um, and how uh, like the message and conditioning that society is spread in general is women's anger the anger that women feel in general and anger that they feel in reaction to how the world treats them um anger is romanticized for men um, and it's saying, oh, he's passionate, he's lively, he's intense. But women, it's, she's hysterical, she's on her period, she, she's just being stroppy. Um, and I think it's really important for us to talk about it, to give it the validity that it is completely in my experience of what I've been shown my entire life, that there has never been a valid reason for a woman to be angry. Um, so first question is, um, how were the two, two of you raised to view your own anger and the anger of women in general? It's definitely got me thinking about like a lot of things which probably would be quite at home in a therapy session I expect um <laughs> yeah I guess it's hmm, how do I start this <laughs> my mum uh we were often exposed to anger I guess at through childhood through my mum just being generally angry at, not like in the bad way necessarily but like when she was angry we knew it and she expressed that in particular ways and a lot of the times I came to view my mum as someone that you just don't mess with and you know she doesn't take crap um, and that's quite a strong character trait I think and it's one that you can look up to in a lot of ways um, and I guess that's kind of where I, a lot of the views of my own mum kind of originated I think like in the early parts of my childhood is that she could stick up for herself and she can also stick up for you kind of thing um through her, her sort of like her you know you know when she's angry and when she's angry you're not gonna carry on doing what you're doing kind of thing um and I think in terms of how I was taught to uh, to like express my anger, um, there were certainly limits to like the levels at which I could be angry, quote unquote. Um, obviously, there was the whole thing around swearing and not swearing until we were old enough to swear, and um, yeah, just generally not getting ourselves too hit up. I was a very um, I think what, what the trouble was in my childhood, I kept a lot of my emotions kind of 
inside and then they all came out in a massive burst so I was very emotional particularly in primary school where I'd go through like really long periods of of like hysteric crying because I just didn't really know how to express my feelings and it all came out as like constant sobbing uh particularly in school which was quite I think a lot of people regarded me as probably quite annoying (laughs) because I couldn't control myself and my emotions and um and my teachers one in particular uh didn't take very kindly to it and uh I was often sort of either taken out of class or just shouted at until I was made to calm down, basically. Um, so there's a lot of, like, probably a lot of stuff that I haven't processed from childhood that I probably should. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I didn't handle emotions particularly well as a child. I don't think they all sort of came out in massive bursts, like... Um, and I didn't really understand, like, I couldn't, I think my dad often said I wore my heart on my sleeve and that not to take things personally because I, I obviously took a lot of things to heart very easily. And now I've kind of learned that obviously fine and I'm much better at dealing with those big rushes of emotion. Um, I think more of the time it was to express upset rather than anger. But I did express anger um, quite often. Um, I remember my mum telling me once a story where she stuck up for someone who was being bullied and uh, ripped the buttons off the boy's shirt. That was the book. <laughs> and uh, I knew that was kind of like, I kind of viewed that as something to look up to in a way in that she was kind of writing a wrong. <laughs> but And... Obviously, it was a very violent thing to do for a child to, like, rip the buttons off someone else's shirt and things. But I think that also comes from the environment that my mum was brought up in and that she was, um, she had a brother, an older brother, and very often she would, you know, give as good as she got kind of thing. And there was one childhood story, I remember she told us um, when my uncle had uh, annoyed her so much that she... um, had grabbed a broom and started to hit him with it. And then he ran into the toilet and locked himself in there and was like giggling and stuff like, oh, you can't get me now. And then mum rammed the door with the broom and made a hole in the door. (laughs) Uh, And for which she was uh, soundly told off by my grandparents. Oh, I think my camera's gone funny. Hold on. I'll be back. I'm back. Good. Um, And uh, yeah, so my mum was... I think it was the only time she was ever um, smacked by my granddad because she'd made a hole in the bathroom door. And I've only been smacked by by my mum once. And that was when I hit my sister over the head with a large, you know, those wooden horse things that you ride on. Because <laughs> um, I was so angry at her for something. I never did it again. And I knew never to do anything like that again after that point because of what had happened but uh yeah that's a really really long-winded and tangential delving into my childhood emotions um so I don't know if that's relevant to your question Matt, but I think it, there's a lot of things that kind of get mixed in with it and uh, a lot of it's to do with like the environment you're in as a child and how your family were brought up and how they express themselves as well I don't know if Jem feels the same way well 
firstly, I have to say that that's all really interesting yeah. to hear because you're you're the most serene and oh, no, chilled person that yeah. I've yeah. met. So I find it interesting that you've got this like fiery side. Um, yeah, fiery side. That's how I always sort of describe myself. I was I um I'm an Aries, and although I don't believe in star signs at all, <laughs> um, I did identify very heavily with the fire aspect of of that that star sign and i i always felt that i was very i'm very quick to anger and very quick to calm down so i i don't tend to hold grudges um which can be frustrating for some people not that i don't hold grudges but that i calm down so quickly because um you know i've calmed down while they're still processing the fact that they're a bit annoyed with me so um and I'm, I'm like oh no I've moved on now onto, <laughs> onto a different topic um so it's so I think I have quite an interesting relationship with anger because I never saw it as as something that I shouldn't have I always actually just saw it as sort of quite a positive thing um I I'm I'm quite um conflict averse I don't like to fight really? yeah which is a weird combination because I just get angry and frustrated at things really quickly but I don't really like to fight and I, and I think that's partly what will calm me down as soon as as soon as I kind of get into that that thing where I'm like oh actually somebody might be like get really annoyed with me then I kind of will back off more um but but I I do think that anger is a much more positive emotion than we generally um, associate. I mean, I, I think in general, we associate positive and negative with all sorts of emotions. And I think that the reality is that they're just, they just exist and they're valid and important and they have meaning and, and relevance in our lives. And it's just about negotiating them. So I don't think that this idea of, of anger as a negative emotion is very helpful because I think sometimes anger is what you need to get you through a situation and to um, to carry you through, to give you the momentum to um, fight back, whether that be, um, you know, actually physically or whether it's just emotionally. Um, and I think, you know, there's been certain things in in my life and certainly as a parent where I've needed the anger to drive me through to fight for what my child needs or for you know what I need and I I think it, uh, there's been times where I've been like I need to hold on to this anger because I need the momentum that it gives me and I can feel it dissipating away and I'm like oh no I need to hold it um, so I think it's it it's a really interesting thing because everyone you speak to has a different story of, and a different relationship with anger. And I think there are people that I've met who feel like they shouldn't be angry. That anger is this horribly negative emotion, and especially if they've come from families where a parent didn't show anger or showed anger but it was scary you know like that th I think there's and and my mum would get angry and shout and get cross and I would hear her and my dad arguing and you know and I think but what I learned was that 
it was it it was never that was never scary it wasn't I was never scared I and I was never yeah it was never scary anger and I think you know that that that's why I have quite a positive relationship with with anger as an emotion Hmm. yeah of interest I'm a Sagittarius so also a fire sign technically (laughs) Maybe yeah. there is something to Maybe it. Or... <laughs> yes. But no, I think the only other times, I think I do get angry only in certain situations, like when I'm driving my car. I've got less angry when driving my car than when I first started, when I'm gaming. Um, and then just also when I'm watching tennis, I can get very, very <laughs> loud, which you wouldn't expect from me because I'm so softly spoken, but I can be very loud when uh, when my passions are running high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But again, I would agree. I don't think it's, um, I don't think anger is a bad thing necessarily. I think it's bad when you can't express it in a helpful way. Um, yeah. I think it does need to be let out because otherwise it does bad things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. On to a bit about, um, so the second half of this is going to be about violent women and <laughs> thinking of violence as generally, violence is the next step in escalation of anger, right? So the, because like 90% of all violent crime is committed by men, the leap from anger to violence is, I imagine, a completely different thing. Um, from so the reason I I want to I wanted to talk to you both about this is because I it's just a completely different experience that I've never heard talked about before. I've only ever heard women's rage as a sort of a conceptual thing as opposed to just the actual the everyone feels the same like spectrum of emotions Mm. but for in for the like the purposes of the patriarchy to completely discount the emotions of half of the people on the planet that isn't nothing that has to be that has to be talked about more um bringing it to games what makes you angry in video games doesn't have to be the games Mm. themselves just what makes you just go oh me i think it's actually misogyny and sexism mm-hmm. makes me angry and goes i mean beyond you know like that it makes me angry when a game is frustrating and i can't do it that makes me really angry um and and because i as i'm always banging on about have so little gaming time although i've got have more at the moment um i um I get really frus- really frustrated when the game is frustrating me. Um, and, it, uh, yeah, so if it's frustration, which will eventually lead to, to anger, especially if it's if it's just a stupid um, concept. If, you know, if, 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 if it's just something that I need to get, get good at, then, um, then that's fair enough. But if it's 
if it's just something really silly then it's then that really frustrates me but to be fair like I genuinely find misogyny and sexism really really frustrating and anger inducing in games and I know it was one of my biggest issues with whichever Final Fantasy it was was it 13 or I don't know but anyway the one where it was like these four lads on the road trip Oh yeah, and it, it was so there was so much I mean we've talked about it a number of times before and it was so much sexism in there and it just it just really annoys me because it just grates and it just even if the game is okay it's just that kind of constant and you know we get enough of it in our day-to-day lives and I get enough of it in my activism such that it is at the moment you know and and you just think yeah, I don't need it in my gaming experience. So it does. I think that's the thing in, in that really bugs me in gaming is when when things are unnecessarily prejudiced and when they are unnecessarily difficult. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what about yeah, you, I think uh, I definitely get very, very frustrated when um the game isn't working how it's supposed to work like you're pressing all the right buttons and it's just not doing what you want it to or like you think you're doing it right and it will go the wrong way like in platforming platforming is intensely frustrating for me um particularly when like i know that there could probably be adaptions made to the controls to make it easier for me but actually now i have to do it like this way because that's how the game is programmed and there's no other accessibility options I find that quite frustrating another thing I think since joining the pod how many years has it been now over two years um I've noticed I get more frustrated with like the obvious object objectification of female characters in games um, and I see it so much more now like in every trailer I'm like oh there's a shot of bum oh there's a shot of boobs and no face great um it's just very frustrating um to see that because it, it like you say it grates and it, it does more the experience of the game that you're playing um but yeah I can get very angry like I will literally just chuck the controller at Tom or whoever else is in the room when I just I'm just like no I can't do it anymore or I will throw the controller um and that's when I guess the overlap with with slightly violent behavior comes in where I'll, I'll just want to punch something and I'll go find a cushion and or like I used to throw my tissue box around quite <laughs> uh, when I was younger one of these would just like chuck it across the room um and then my mum would yell turn it off it's just a game <laughs> from like the other room or she'd come in when she'd hear me shouting and be like turn it off now and she didn't know exactly what my triggers were um <laughs> and when I needed to stop as well because that's not always easy either um yeah I think those things are very frustrating and anger inducing um Another thing I, that really annoys me, and I wouldn't say it makes me angry, just irritates me, is just the size of text in games for reading, like, the lore or whatever else, or collectibles. I cannot read it, even with, like, my glasses on sometimes. I'm just like, why would you not make it larger or have someone read it out? 
or something just so I don't have to like squint all the time um, yeah it's very annoying and also maps inaccessible map maps are really annoying in games um a most recent example of uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor. They say they improved the map, but they haven't improved the map. There's like two levels of Zoom, and you're trying to work out which way to go, and you're like duh, 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 back and forth, and you're just like, nope, still no clearer to me whatsoever. But again, I don't know whether those are necessarily anger-inducing, but they are small little frustrations, and of course, all these things can accumulate to generally make you feeling a bit angry if you're not in the mood for it, definitely. Uh, I think that's all I can think of off the cuff. Yeah. So it's usually the, the, like the two the things that I think that one of the biggest reasons that women's anger is downplayed and tried to make it not valid as much as possible is because the the level the extremity the profoundness of misogyny and inaccessibility they're just they're not going away mm-hmm. they've been around forever and they don't seem to be they don't seem to have been solved you'd think they would have just been solved by now because and so that that's a, a kind of grating, wearing down anger that I don't think men experience about anything. So I have anger about lots of different kinds of things. But the big, bigger picture things are things that apply to the human race. So I get angry about um, government. I get angry about politics. I get angry about global warming. I get angry about loads of things, but they, none of them are personal to me in the same way that misogyny and inaccessibility are. Um, when it comes to w- how women's anger is portrayed in actual in, in games, what are your experiences with that angry women characters? I think the first thing that popped into my head when I saw that question was the scenes in the most modern Tomb Raiders, um, particularly in the first Tomb Raider, where there's a moment about probably in the last 10% of the game where Lara just starts going off on one and she goes on a rampage and she's like, I'm coming for you, you bastards. And it's like the first time she's sworn and in the game, I think, um, Probably not, actually. That's probably a lie. Um, But, yeah, it's just the delivery is like, oh, she's angry now. (laughs) Shit's going down. It's that kind of atmosphere to it. Like, you know, things have become more serious because the anger levels of Lara's character have reached maximum levels. Um, And, uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the most impactful moments in in that early Tomb Raider game. And then in comparison, in the third one, the one uh, with the big flood and what's it called? I'm trying to remember, cannot remember, that's terrible. But it's the one in mostly in uh, Mexico. Um, and she's angry, but she's doing it in a, in a 
whiny way and I hate saying it, mm-hmm. but it, it did grate on me at the time and it still does because she's just being portrayed as this woman that's like, but I want to do it this way because what I say is the most important and I don't care about anything else kind of thing. Um mm. And it's just the evolution of the character. She just gets more and more angry. And I actually had Googled before I joined today about the difference between revenge and avenging something. And I think in the first game, that Lara is very much avenging the deaths of her friends on the island. And in the third game, I guess it's more of a revenge, which is uh, harsher and less concerned with justice than... Uh, with retaliating and inflicting harm. So I had looked up a definition. So basically, yeah, I think, I guess, Laura thinks she's doing it for justice, but actually she's causing more harm than good, I think, in the, by the time she gets through to the third game, um, which is an interesting evolution. But uh, And how that's reflected in how I view the character is interesting as well. But yeah, other examples, obvious, the obvious ones are the main characters in The Last of Us 2 particularly, but I'm sure you guys can talk a bit more about that since you've actually played it and I have not. Um, but yeah, it was difficult to think of, I don't think Aloy from Horizon, the Horizon series is necessarily overly angry. She's quite straightforward in, a, in the way she goes about like navigating the world she does what she needs to to get the job done and she's not I think she's yeah it's difficult to say that she's necessarily angry I don't I wouldn't say that she was but um definitely those two examples of Lara were the ones that first popped into my head Um, yeah go ahead Jim I think that was really interesting what you were saying. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, as we're only like 30% through the question, so we just do this entire session on anger because it's, and we'll do violence another time because this is far more rich than clearly than I, than I anticipated. So go ahead, John. Um, Yeah, I think that's a good idea, Matt. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting what you were saying about the dis- the distinction between revenge and avenging, revenging mm. and avenging. I think that's really interesting, and I think there is that thing. I I was thinking about it. Um, one thing that because it's not really how how I relate to anger. Um, I didn't sort of talk about it in the first question, but one thing I think is important to say is that there is this kind of idea that women shouldn't express anger as you Mm. were saying Matt and um and I know that like there were there were times in my um teenage years where I was particularly angry at home and I'd be sort of screaming and shouting and my dad would say oh you know you sound like a washerwoman which is is such an offensive um, (laughs) and sexist term um bless him um but he you know that that did stick in me that there's this idea that you know anger is a sort of is the sort of thing that I am women a certain type of woman does and a a um 
and that and you don't want to be that type of woman I think was what it was always about it was sort of associated with um, ill-educated commoners or something I don't know I mean we don't have washerwomen anymore so it's a ridiculous term but so so I think that when I was thinking about this in relation to gaming even though I think actually in in the wider world we have a more positive reaction to um anger and women being angry and all of those things i do think that there is a there is still a slightly um patriarchal approach to women being angry in games and so they're usually given really good reasons for being angry so that like, you can be an angry woman if your baby has been stolen or died or um, you can be a really angry woman if you are avenging the unfair deaths of of friends or family um, but you you can't just be an angry woman because it's not fair or because you just actually like to be angry and you have to almost justify um the anger has to be justified in a in a way that i don't think that male characters have to have to have their anger justified i think male characters are there's an assumption that men can just be angry men are sort of born naturally angry it's their natural state and it's where they will return to given half a chance whereas for a woman to be angry something really bad has to have happened um so i think that that when game designers are working within that very narrow concept i think it's quite challenging for them to come up with stories that that fit that anger find excuses and reasons for that anger justify that behavior um I think there's also a lot to be said about like the way that that the anger is expressed. I mean, you know, we're, we're we you mentioned earlier about violence and and you know that's obviously one one way that that anger can can be expressed. But there are other ways. Revenge being one of them. Um, avenging being another. Sort of taking, you know, being like calmly calculating you know there's all these things but what people really don't like is they do not like a screamy shouty ugly crying woman you know nobody wants that angry woman anywhere near them and it just freaks them out and and I think you know so there's there's a real challenge there I think with that and how to you know how do we how do we let women you know scream like a banshee be angry, sound like a washerwoman, and still be perfectly entitled to to their anger, and to own their anger, and to 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 revel in it. And I don't think that I cannot think. I mean, I think Ellie is probably the closest that we get to a woman being allowed to be angry, but even then. She, she's avenging mm. stuff, isn't she? I mean, there's still that going on. There's sort of a justification for her, her anger. 
So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think there is another thing that I would say about Ellie's anger, but I think it would count as a spoiler, so I'm not going to. To do that, but I, but yeah, I do. I just think you know that it's not often that we see that sort of dynamic. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail If you want to send us a one-off donation, if you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com/gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.